0: And welcome to Spin Class. We're talking politics. Your host, Michael Fragan and Bruce Backman here on the Nachumsegel Network, nachumsegel.com. And the day after Election Day, Bruce, mm-hmm. it's always an exciting day. Election Day itself, you know, this is the calm before the storm, before the 2020 storm. You could say that, but it wasn't entirely calm. There are Very important races uh, around the country still. There are marquee races that you could say and kind of bellwether races that we're looking at. And uh, we possibly... uh, Well, now there's nothing in between, politically, in between now and the Iowa caucuses. Yes, there is. Oh, the Louisiana, runoff. Louisiana runoff. Oh, good. Okay, excellent. Well, it's good that you chimed in just at that point. So uh, thank you for...
1: And the Louisiana runoff, the president's actually on his way to New Orleans tonight.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, going to Kentucky might not have helped. Let's discuss that for I a don't second.
1: So. In the Kentucky, the president was very good in Kentucky, and the naysayers will criticize it. But Matt Bevan was doing very poorly against a person with incredibly high name ID who ran what, with your eyes closed, would have been a moderate Republican campaign somewhere up north. Um, who distanced himself from the state party, who didn't from the national party, who didn't push any crazy liberal ideas, ran a pretty moderate center of the road, middle of the road kind of campaign, and he beat a very unpopular incumbent who's gotten in a lot of trouble over there with mishaps that have nothing to do with Trump. And Trump got him within a few thousand votes of actually pulling off, I wouldn't say an upset, but something that nobody would have foresaw, foreseen a few weeks ago when Bevin was really tanking. And Bevin's been tanking for months. I mean, this has been going on since July and August. Well,
0: mostly by his own kind of it was his own mistakes. I mean, he 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 Bevin, was Bevan's not a very good politician. He was the worst. Uh, the, oh, sorry, not the worst. The worst. Uh, sorry, the worst polling governor in the country.
1: He was, and he only lost by less than half of a percent. Right. That means and, a lot of people who say they don't like him still had, voted for him. He had an, see the he parallel had approvals. In the 30s... Actually, even lower at one point. I think it was like down 28%. In the 30s, and he barely, barely, barely lost. The Republicans won all the down-ballot races, including Attorney General with an African-American candidate who's 34 years old, who's never won before, whose greatest achievement was working for Mitch McConnell in Washington. Well, Um, working
0: for Mitch McConnell in Kentucky is not... Nothing to sneeze at, right? It's
1: not nothing to sneeze at, but the guy's 33 years old. And? Well, he got elected Attorney General of the State of New York. He only passed the bar six years ago. I mean, come on. I mean, the Republican Party in Kentucky is very strong. Matt Bevin was a bad candidate, and he was a bad governor who wasn't really well-liked. And the person who replaced him, his father, was a popular two-term Democratic governor who was always viewed as a moderate. Um, I mean... All right, so know, two
0: questions for you on that. So we'll... Trump, Trump got... No, no, him,
1: just to, If just, Bevin would have won, it would have been a shock.
0: Okay, so let's just back up for a second. I know spice. we jumped right out of it because I, I did the misstep of not mentioning Louisiana. But... Just to set the table for a second for the listening audience out there, there were three states that had uh, statewide or offices with statewide implications. Um, Virginia was not a gubernatorial race, although, uh, but they did have both houses, both houses of the legislature at stake. And then you had Mississippi governor's race you know, statewide and Kentucky in this year. And then you've had local races around the country in different places uh, as we had in New York and New Jersey. Uh, no surprises really in New Jersey whatsoever. Maybe some in New York, maybe we'll have time to get to those. But I want to set the table because obviously president is out there. This is, you know, now you have Louisiana, but before 2020, what you're looking at, where the president might be vulnerable where he is strong where democrats are vulnerable where they are strong so now we're looking at these three races we're looking i don't learn much from mississippi at all in the fact in it except for the fact that a democrat got close a which, democrat which who
1: is, is amongst wh- the most pro-life democrats no no i agree I, I i
0: agree but you know as you said you know anybody should be able to get uh any
1: republican should be able to get elected to mississippi yeah but the republicans won all the down ballot races yesterday. Agre- agreed agreed we're not disagreeing we're before. not
0: disagreeing so i'm taking mississippi off the table i don't think there was anything to learn from mississippi what can we learn from kentucky and what can we learn from virginia
1: I don't think there's anything to learn from Kentucky. I don't think there's anything to learn from Mississippi. I think people get excited about Kentucky because it seems like something. Well, it's home of Mitch McConnell and there's Rand place, Paul. There's two places to learn. The main place to learn is Virginia. There's place to learn because in the state of Virginia now, which was once one of the most Republican states in the country and had Republicans in virtually every statewide office except governor here and there, and governors who got elected as Democrats in Virginia were always very, very, very moderate. Um you know, Governor Wilder being proof and point in the 90s. Uh, the the really interesting thing to me, and I mean, I live here, but I want to go to Nassau County in New York. I did not see Republicans underperform. This is a place where the president is very unpopular, and Republicans did well. New York State was a very interesting place last night for Republicans. Republicans well, is it an interesting that you more. could actually
0: say that Nassau County yesterday, last night, was redder than Kentucky?
1: in some in, in some, some respects in some respects it's not the regular. but you're sk-
0: you're skipping you're skipping ahead let's what can we learn what can we learn from virginia for a second what can you learn okay? is, is
1: that states that are very that, that, that the redder the you states, said you said that this I'll is a state learn.
0: that used to have f- was what was wall to wall v- red and now is wall yeah, to wall blue but it's
1: also a state that's demographically changed a lot i mean northern virginia doesn't look like northern virginia did 30 years ago the population base is different there's many more government employees living in northern virginia than there was years ago it's become much more urban than suburban um, I mean, if you ever were to get out of a plane and fly into Reagan National and you land, you'd see this massive city with big high-rises, and that's all northern Virginia. It wasn't like that 20, 25 years ago. Right. I mean, the place has really evolved. It's become... Well,
0: as, you know, Washington has become the economy this, of this, the capital has correct. become... and The
1: whole state has changed. Virginia right, but... Virginia is very much like almost... Virginia's not really a southern state anymore. I mean, it has some pockets of it, up, you know, by Appalachia and maybe, you know down in the were s- rural areas correct there are still rural but, pockets of but conservatism the sub- but this and, and it's not like the democrat edges in the houses are 80 to 20 i mean it's really 52 53s to 48 but I can
0: mean, the republicans win in the suburbs anymore and we keep seeing yes. we keep seeing we keep seeing and we saw this in Kentucky the margin in Louisville i forget what county that is i think it's maybe jefferson county in louisville uh, area Republican. when st- was a hundred thousand votes for the democrat a hundred thousand votes in that one county
1: yeah but you come hard you know, to s- that's that's where i come to a place like new york places like virginia kentucky especially kentucky and virginia are places where either the president campaigned or the president's very visible on a day-to-day basis I mean, everybody in Virginia follows D.C. politics much more than people in the suburbs of New York and the suburbs of, you know, Biloxi, Mississippi and other places. I mean, it's much more on the forefront of what you're dealing with day to day. It's It's in your face. In places where people are not talking about Trump daily and it's not a referendum on Trump, Republicans do very well in the suburbs. Now, does that mean that Trump is unpopular in the suburbs or the messaging of Republicans about taxes and taxes and spending and taxes really still resonates with suburban voters? When Republicans talk about bread and butter issues like taxes, they're successful. I mean, everybody ran in the town of Hempstead, which went back Republican after losing almost every office. Well, just we should. Well, we should.
0: I mean, I guess set the table for, for a second. That's you where know, we, we both live. Mm-hmm. Uh, town of Hempstead Long Island, largest town in America. It would be
1: the 16th largest city in the United States, if right? It was, if it was its own entity,
0: right? And that town went uh, for once, one time in 100 years, a Democrat won the supervisors race, and there was as well as the town clerk, and those, um, and that then flipped back from Democrat to Republican, correct? Um, and by it was looking like a couple thousand votes.
1: But it's it's notable that the campaigns when Republicans wage campaigns on Republican bread and butter issues in the suburbs, Republicans Fiscal responsibility. Fiscal right. Fiscal responsibility, spending and and to a certain degree safety. You know, but that doesn't
0: seem to be what national republicans are focused on
1: national republicans aren't focused on that now. and
0: and bevin for some reason decided to nationalize the race yeah, but, for some odd i that, mean it just seemed bevin, very bevin, strange bevin had
1: to nationalize the race because if he had made it about achievements in kentucky he's he's reviled i mean when you have approvals in the 20s and 30s i mean you better make it about something else i mean i i actually think it was pretty considering how low his approvals were that he only lost by what he did He ran as good a race as one could run when you're as unpopular as he is. I mean, you can only do so well when everybody hates you. And he still almost squeaked it out. You know, I wonder if Trump had gone back for another rally the next night if he wouldn't have just pulled it out. He wasn't that many votes. I wonder if Trump couldn't have pulled it out another visit if he had gone there two times. Well, I definitely think that I definitely think Trump had an impact to bring people out to vote.
0: Or the other way. No, one never does. I, I don't I don't know I either. Don't we no, don't. I'll tell you we don't know. know. I'm a, no, you, you look know, no no because true. you have to look you at people. You have to look at you have, have to look, look, at, at, tic, have have to look at ticket splitters. You have to look at people who then who voted clearly. You there were have are, to look at down. So if you want to so know let, that you have let, to look at Let me explain for a second. There were plenty of people clearly mm-hmm. who went ahead and pulled the lever for a Democrat for governor, and then and Republicans for everything else. You have to look at where they are, and you have to look at what you you know, what might have motivated 100%. them to do that? We can't do that right here. No. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know have, whether... The numbers aren't
1: broken down right. yet, but Bashar, you know, the new but, governor, but not have coattails. But
0: I watched the rally. Uh-huh. I watched the rally, and they really... I Yes, the other candidates were there, and they were mentioned, but that rally was all about Donald Trump and Matt Bevins. I mean, there's no question that there was an no, effort to put them together. Polling. And Bevin must have yeah, – there must have been something that told them mm-hmm. that get as close to the president as you can. And that's going to carry you over the finish line. And it carried other people over the finish line. It did. And but it carried it
1: him very close considering how unpopular he is. Yeah, I, but and I I, I hate the – I was the last I, guy I, you know who overperformed his unpopularity but that, by 20 points? But that's the
0: same thing as Mississippi then. You know, you're know you getting into the, like, oh, well, the, the Democrat – or we're going to get into the North Carolina race no, where they – you're looking
1: we, for – People are looking for trends in all the wrong places. If you want to look at trends, look at a state like Virginia. It's solid – I'm looking at – co- Republicans should not even waste their time campaigning in Virginia anymore. It's a waste of money. It's well, a that's, waste of time. That's a really, that's a scary, that's
0: a scary prospect. It is a scary prospect. You pulled Virginia's electoral votes out of the. wait.
1: There was a poll last week that came out that did all the battlegrounds, and except with the exception of against Joe Biden. The president is performing very, very well. Yes, He has spent his money there. He's playing an electoral And he's got college a lot more game. money to spend. He doesn't care if everybody in the island of Manhattan comes out to vote and he loses the popular vote by 10 points. He wants an electoral college majority. He's very focused. That's what he's going for. That's where his money is. And in the battleground states that are going to elect the next president, President Trump is not in very bad shape at all. In fact, he seems to be in quite good shape despite his messages targeting those people and only those people. The Democrats are obsessed with impeachment. They're obsessed with trying to catch the president in some quid pro quo of something that nobody knows, nobody understands, and nobody cares about. Because when you don't talk about impeachment and you focus on bread and butter issues in places like Hempstead, Republicans win. Republicans win when you talk about bread and butter issues. I've, I, think, I think the issues are on the, on, on the Republican side going into 2020. Elizabeth Warren's talking about a, a health care plan that's going to cost more than the rest of the world's budgets put together, um, which isn't necessarily going to give anybody better health care than they have now, which is the, amongst the scariest things in the world. And that's not me saying that. That's Peter Buttigieg saying that himself. Um, you know, the Democrats don't really... Did you call a, him Peter? What is it, Peter?
0: I know, but I'm saying, but isn't he? But doesn't he go by Pete? I'm just curious as I to how no the Peter thing came why. about. That's All good. That's, is, is, that's good. Well, I'll, that
1: a... Let me scare everybody right now. The new, can, you know, Don Clavin is a great guy, and we're happy he's a candidate Town Supervisor, but he, the town of Hempstead is seven or eight times larger than South Bend, and nobody here believes that he's ready right now to run for president, maybe at least not now. So people have to start to come to terms with the reality that we really never elected a mayor of a small town, I mean, he can't even carry his own state, so I'm not really sure where he's going, but he says some smart things when it comes to spending in the economy. I mean, he's definitely intelligent, um, and he does hit on some points. That the, the you, Who wants to pay $20 trillion for health care that's not better than what you have now? That's really the question, and Elizabeth Warren's pushing for it, and that's not the issue Democrats should be running on. But, you know, listen, I don't work in the Democratic Party. Thank God. Well, and, uh, well,
0: that was one of my takeaways that I wanted to discuss is that we talk about Andy Bashir and we talk about some of the Democrats that ran in Virginia, and they clearly ran as moderates. They did not run. No, no. I mean, it's interesting that not a single 2020 candidate went to Kentucky to campaign with Andy Bashir. Now well, Beshear. Many of them
1: didn't go running around northern Virginia either that's, to go and campaign. Right.
0: And uh, But it's noteworthy. That's the fact that that there is that, you know, you want to keep a distance from national. So maybe the Democrats who are out there need to get, it needs to get across to them that oh, there is a wide swath of the country, as you said, Trump's leading in this in the battleground states. That doesn't want what they're selling. They don't want somebody no, to tell them they the can't have their health insurance anymore. Yeah, but
1: everybody knows this. To win the Democrat. Well, everybody Democratic knows Senate. it. But
0: Elizabeth Democrats Elizabeth won. Elizabeth Warren is out there with twenty trillion dollars. Twenty trillion dollars. Elizabeth Warren. Twenty. I gotta Elizabeth, say it three times. Elizabeth, I have to say it three times. Twenty trillion dollars. Over ten years. $20, i am going to say it a fourth time, $20 trillion. It doesn't matter what the details are of that. Yeah,
1: but it's
0: Why would you politically, why would you, and why would you because step, you want to win why, the primary. why would you step all over if the president is having the worst week that he had? I think it was the, probably the worst week ever of this presidency last week, and it continues to be, I think it continues to be pretty bad. Okay, just you know, in, on, a number, it was the worst week on a the number of on a number of fronts. Thing, but. Well, it doesn't. Well, either way, instead of letting the impeachment stuff ride, okay, instead of looking, I'm the worst week. The House voted to start an impeachment inquiry. It kind of sucks if you're that. Uh, I yeah. think they might be. They're not going to be successful. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Whatever. Everybody said they don't have the votes. They did have the votes, et cetera. It all happened. Good. I'm saying bad week. Instead of letting that ride and letting that sink in with the public, Elizabeth Warren goes out there and says. Twenty trillion dollars.
1: Yeah, but when she did that, that's she's, brilliant. She's trying to win her primary.
0: Well, that's brilliant on her part, right? You well, mean, they, and everybody you now talks about the fact that there is absolutely, positively no way that Elizabeth Warren can possibly pay for what she wants, and this is just a—I mean, it's just foolish. I
1: mean, it's foolish. It's, it's Politically about dem- that, I don't care about that. Democratic I don't care. Party, you can't win the Democratic primary running to the middle. You just can't. Not this year. Not this time. This is 1972. You just can't do it. There's a James you know McGovern won in 72 for history lesson. You know there were a lot of moderates, Hubert Humphrey and others who ran in 72, and McGovern was just speaking the most radical left wing things. And and he split the party and he won and th- that's it. I mean, if the democr- you know, Hillary Clinton said the other day, in- intelligently so, she says the focus should be on whoever can win the Electoral College. And there's no question that Joe Biden is best positioned to win the Electoral College. Although, when they start this impeachment stuff, there's going to be a lot of conversations about Hunter Biden, and everybody wants to know why he's getting fifty thousand dollars a month from a Ukrainian gas company that's doing that, that, and he's asking favors on behalf of his father. These are real things, and it's going to hurt Biden. But despite all of that. Biden not, build the coalition to win.
0: I, I I'm not sure how much it. I mean, yeah, but I don't know that people are really getting at. It, but it, particularly with,
1: well, what it does do is is it makes Biden. It brings him back down to earth, and then he's a then he's a then he's
0: well, he's back he's back to earth. I mean, they, you is know, he
1: really, the polling came out last week. He's tied tied
0: out. for you know tied for what third or I guess tied for second a three way tie for second in Iowa right now. I mean, I think he's a little bit back to earth, but I don't know how much this is going to kill him. I think the people it who occurred, like people like Biden out. well yeah but it's not like the, it's not like the Trump kids don't make money on their father
1: well, there's been no record of Trump kids making it's money on the their father it's the record well what, the White
0: House. What, what what about the what about the book deal which book what about the book that just came out that the president said go out, go out and buy the book not the same. Oh, it's okay. It's still trading on the same name. It's man. not the same. It's as signing why, up for foreign why company. Why do it? Why? Why do it? Why invite it? Why? I I, I see these. I, I see Elizabeth Warren making a, a colossal mistake. I see Buttigieg making mistakes. Does what Trump does. Okay, Trump's so mistake. Mistake. mistake if you can't call if you can't call them you a mistake know trump,
1: you know the problem with donald trump is is that everybody says the whole day he makes a mistake in the meantime he won the electoral college and he's president okay. and that's always going to be something he's going to sit in a table he's but he's going to he, tell you but Listen, he's i'm a, i'm winning
0: but he's president now well, he's clearly and he's polling well. He's clearly not winning. He's not polling well. That's that. First of all, that's he he's is he's in head-to-head matchups. In head-to-head well. matchups. In certain battleground head-to-head states. Are it's right certain, now. I, I said head-to-head matchups in battleground states. He's polling. He's pulling Okay, his overall polling is terrible for incumbent. Overall any polling is a With with I'm Who talking cares? about his uh, his polling, his approval ratings, his um. Even amongst Republicans now, you have I think twenty percent now support impeachment and removal. So it's a, he, his his numbers are really headed in the wrong direction, especially for somebody you with a with a good with a with a strong
1: Twenty percent of Republicans who support that number, but if you ask the deeper question of the same twenty, how many of them would vote for Elizabeth Warren over Donald Trump next time around? None, probably sure zero. Probably zero. So right. it's worthless. I've, I've, I know a lot of people who don't like the president, but are still going to vote for him if I, the nominee is. We've the we've the talked about
0: that before. We'll, we'll, we'll keep talking about that because. I i agree with you i think it's true but at the same time at the same time we need to acknowledge that these don't these kinds of things don't help you get elected
1: well i have a feeling that the president i've been very concerned that the president's handled things poorly and i still don't know if he does things the way that i would advise him to do them but at the same point he's still in he's still in the room he's still where he needs to be and he's still quote-unquote, doing whatever he wants to do to a certain degree when it comes to foreign policy and stuff like that, and he keeps on trudging along. And he's had some victories recently, too. You know, the real issue that Trump has that people don't talk about is an impeachment. The real issue is that there's a growing trade gap. Um, Manufacturing jobs aren't growing. the economy
0: is headed in a a very precarious direction.
1: It's not the economy. It's the people he promised that he was going to help most. It's questionable whether they felt any of the things that he said they're supposed to. I don't know if the trade gap has really led to more manufacturing jobs. I'm not really sure if agriculture is doing better out in the Midwest with the, deals, the things going on with China. Obviously, if he makes a deal with China, you know, that'll be the that that that's 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 a grand slam, but until that happens, I mean, there's a lot of people who are probably still struggling and suffering in this country in some of those places, and those are his biggest supporters. Now, they may stick it with him because, you know, it's, you know, they're just like other communities stick with their parties even though they don't help them, but one wonders if they're gonna stick it with him next time around, especially in some of those counties in Iowa and Wisconsin, you know as things get down the line. I mean I'm if, just
0: not sure how Republicans will will pull it off again without their wealthy suburban voters.
1: I think the wealthy suburban voters, I mean it's, it's gonna be, people don't vote for things, Mike Murphy used to say. They vote against them. and Trump may be offensive to a lot of people. But if Elizabeth Warren were to be the nominee and she was pushing all this crazy stuff, she's very, very offensive. Nobody wants their health care ravaged like that, especially suburban people who buy their policies or have plans with their companies. Um, a lot of those people know people who are going to be negatively affected. Doctors, nurses and things like that who are going to see salaries slashed and the rest of it. I mean, you can't contain costs without cutting salaries. Um, it's it's not going to be pretty. And, and it's going to be a really negative, nasty campaign. But if you're running on issues which are not moderate issues and you're pushing far, far left things, you hold your nose and you stick with it. I mean, because Trump's policies aren't really very offensive to most people. Trump may be offensive, but not his policies. I mean, Democrats, if, if Trump's policies are so offensive, they would run against them, but they don't. I've actually always said that obviously they must agree with him somewhat on some of these things because they're not making they're not bringing those things out front and center and and it's it's a sign that the polling on a lot of the way he's approached trade, the economy and even taxes to a certain degree has the support of the majority of Americans. So if you want to get rid of Trump, you just focus on the offensiveness of the way he carries himself. Anyway, I don't th-
0: I don't think the I don't think a lot of these policies have the support of a majority of Americans. I think they certainly a plurality. I think a um, majority of but Americans I think,
1: support Trump on health care versus Elizabeth Warren's plans.
0: I think there used to be. I mean, the, quest, the question, however, it becomes is how much of Trump's personal popularity, his personal charisma, his personal, as you say. I mean, I don't think, and we've seen it before, you people who are Trump- light and try and be like him they can't pull it off for whatever reason they just can't know they can't do it right i, I get it no real. no but, so so to the extent that that's not transferable it becomes a question of whether others can kind of hold on and you still again back to that suburban issue of republicans Used to be able to win because a combination of suburban and rural voters, many of them t- had divergent interests, but it didn't matter because a lot of core issues appealed uh, to both, or at least you had a coalition out there. And you take away in many of the states the growing suburbs. As you said, Fairfax County has changed. Elizabeth- it as I- but Elizabeth, Elizabeth
1: Warren's policies cannot beat Donald Trump, no matter how offensive he is. Okay, well, let's say Elizabeth Warren Bill is Nelson, not that. We the don't former know. Who, governor. Of we Florida, don't know who the nominee Bill is going to be. Bill Nelson, the Bill Nelson, the former governor of Florida, the other day said, and he's a Democrat and a moderate one at that, who lost in a Senate campaign just recently, and and Senator and the former Senator Nelson said that if Elizabeth Warren, with Elizabeth Warren, the Democrats cannot carry Florida. It's, they cannot carry Florida. You cannot go down to Florida and tell senior citizens you're going to give people Medicare for all. I the think, money's coming from somewhere. I th- I no to- one's going to buy it. I totally agree that these races in
0: Virginia, in the Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania suburbs, Philadelphia suburbs, in um, even in Mississippi where you know, the the Democrat did well, but of the law, and obviously in Kentucky, show that Democrats need to have a moderate. Image in order to they can't uh, you can't there's no question the squad the squad cannot win outside of those core urban areas and they're not popular and the Democrats are you know need to be smarter about how they approach things. But they're you know they'll continue to Nancy Pelosi herself said that Medicare for all is not a good idea. Right. They'll continue to have their circular firing squad and that'll be the best bet, I think, that Donald Trump but I do think Kentucky and Virginia definitely should give you cause for concern. I know the I president don't think pre- is I understand the president concern. tweeted this morning. I look at Kentucky and Mitch McConnell will be a shoe-in for next year, uh, for two years, which I don't know I, I just I don't see that. I see a problem, you know, where Mitch McConnell has to start looking at the math and is looking at the calculus and saying, We have to we have to look at, you know, our suburban problem. And if it's just the economy, we have to make it. Um, we have to make it about the economy. But unfortunately, you have the the you know the Republicans who have made it a lot not about the economy. And I don't know to what degree. I wanted to just think is wh- to what degree will the impeachment um, trial, which is basically going to be controlled by McConnell, be affected by him you know being nervous? Remember, Mitch McConnell. Whose arch enemy originally? I mean, you take it's harken back to six years ago. Okay, he's the ultimate political triangular triangulator. Okay, Rand Paul was a mortal political enemy of his, uh, but he saw which way the Tea Party was going. You know, six eight years ago, and he immediately after Rand Paul got elected, you know, buddied up to him and made sure he got There's Rand. No Paul. fan
1: of Matt Bevan either.
0: Well, he was definitely right. Correct. I mean, that was there. Actually, there was open open hostility much more than Rand Paul, and they've had, and they've had actually a mutually beneficial relationship. The two of them. I mean, McConnell has raised uh, copious amounts of money for Rand Paul as well, but. The question is now: Where does McConnell now look at at the map and look at the? And if you say he's nothing to be worried about, okay. But I Nobody can't. I can't seen. look at this. I can't look at this race and say to myself, as
1: a Republican, that I am happy with the way things turned out. I'm never happy when I see a Republican lose a seat. But at the same time, I don't know if you should be drawing so many conclusions from a situation where you had a governor who had approvals in the 20s and 30s. I just don't think that people should be – this is not a situation like – this is not 2018. 2019 election was not 2018, and it did not spell the death of the Republican Party, even in the suburbs, because Hempstead is as just as good a bellwether. The town of Hempstead on Long Island is just as good as bellwether as any of the other bellwethers in the country but, when it comes to the issues of Republicans being able to win over suburban voters and – The real question is, will Trump message and style somewhat evolve between now and next year to be something that suburban voters are willing to give another try to?
0: Okay, we have got two more minutes. I want to just discuss impeachment very quickly. And I want to just get – I think the strategy – the strategy. I mean, I, I don't think president should be removed for this Ukraine nonsense. I think that's just the way he talks and whatever. And the whole thing.
1: I mean, there was no okay. quid pro quo. The money. Never well, went well, anywhere. it seems
0: pretty clear now. I mean, at least from everybody else there that there was. I mean, even Sondland has now admitted there was a quid pro quo, and everybody else. That, but okay, so even if there was, okay, he misspoke, etc. Do you remove a president over this in the year of an election? I, have a question. I think it makes sense, but but that's the point. Well, wait, come exactly back. Exactly as you said.
1: Oh, there was no quid pro quo. Like. What if the facts lead you to a certain... Two- but come back to another situation. Let's go back a few years to President Obama's presidency and every conservative organization in the country was being targeted again, by the IRS... It's again, a false... Was, it's not a false, false. But it's... It's not Because false. we're not... We're not dealing with that. What about the, the President way, Obama on way, television talking to Putin did, that he's going to have more flexibility you, after see, the election? See, I think
0: you lost the American people on that because that's... I'm not that's talking to America. Be, talking to you. No, but I... <laughs> I don't you, I'm not, that it's argument not, is is it's like not about don't blame argument. me for doing something bad because another guy did it but they're not looking at you you're the president there you have to do it. It's, it's it I find that argument to be I maddening because I don't think I it helps Juan Iota.
1: What, what just Iota. it just the president's not going to get impeached nothing's going to he any, almost if, certainly will be impeached he's not going to Honestly, when it comes now, they you, have to go through the impeachment inquiry. You don't th- have to. You do not think that
0: you do not think at this point that the depends, president will be impeached. Depends what
1: comes out of the inquiry.
0: Yeah, I, I, I okay. Well, every day, depends what comes every day, out. every day. If you're, if you're, if we're honest with ourselves and we look objectively, and I'm not saying he's politically, this is a good process even for Democrats. If we're honest with ourselves, every day is another drip of bad news. There's no question there's no there's been no good news on the impeachment front. I find the strategy to be absolutely ridiculous. I I and but okay, what can I say? I mean that's I'm not I'm not obviously strategizing this. And I'm sure another a lot of Republicans are out there thinking "This this is not a good strategy. So What's
1: the good strategy?
0: We will. Uh, I think it's you. You admit mistakes were made, and you move on.
1: This president doesn't admit he makes mistakes. The, well, part well of that's his MO. He's okay. Not doing
0: it. Well, that's why we're headed where we're headed, and we'll see what and happens. That's also, and that's it for Spin Class here on the From Single Network. That's why he won. In Thank you for joining us. We will be. I, I agree that might be the case. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for you when the city speaks with Allison Josephs.